What's up, my club? So, as many of you know, if you've been following the channel or the podcast, um, I am supposed to have ALT phalloplasty with Dr. Chen in the Bunky Clinic late March. I'm supposed to leave mid-March uh, to head out to San Francisco. And I am really nervous. What I've noticed about my anxiety about this is that it's been really focused on my leg. And I wanted to make this video and put out this podcast because I don't know if this stuff gets talked about enough in a sort of comprehensive way. And I also had an excellent uh, coaching session with one of my life coaches to walk me through this in a way that I'm going to share with you that I think will help you if you're also experiencing this. And it might also help you decide, you know, whether you're ready for this or not. So uh, that's what we're going to delve into today. So first off, talking about anxiety for bottom surgery, especially as the date is approaching, especially once you've already committed to the decision. I don't see talked about too much. Obviously, I see some posts about like guys being like, holy shit, it's a few days away and I'm freaking out and like, blah. And that's totally normal and makes sense. But, you know, it, there's this very personal internal dialogue, right, that's going to be running through you constantly as it's going. And I see a lot of celebration at booking time, which is obvious and great in terms of, you know, for many of us, it's been all kinds of struggle and hassle to get to that point of booking. You know, some of us have been working shitty jobs just to get access to a certain kind of insurance policy. Um, some of us have moved, you know, changed countries, like gotten married, like, you know, all kinds of things, right, to make this surgery happen. And so celebrating when it's booked is totally understandable. And if if you're somebody who has just felt so like self-possessed in a positive way through the entire, you know, time of like booking to surgery happening and like you're not dealing with any sort of internal anxiety about it or things like that, then like kudos to you. Awesome. Amazing. Like, however, I've been dealing with a lot of anxiety about it. So I want to talk to talk about that. And I did reach out in the ALT phalloplasty group that I'm a part of on Facebook and finally opened up about it. And I got a really great response. A lot of guys chimed in and said, thanks so much for making this post. And, you know, I'm struggling with the same thing. Um, a guy posted in who was only a day or two away from surgery. Another guy connected with me who's on a similar timeline as me. Um, there were a, a handful of guys, I think, who chimed in who were like, you know, dates are soon-ish and everybody's sort of thinking about things like this and you know post-op guys chimed in to sort of relate and say like hey man like what you're going through i totally went through as well so i don't know if we can quite say that anything is normal but i think we can say that it's normal for people to be nervous going into surgery of any kind you know, I've had, uh, I technically had to have two surgeries. I, ha I had a minor complication when I had top surgery. So I've had two surgeries there and then I had histo. And then I had a simple release in, two, in 2016, uh, very minor, a great outcome. And then I had a really bizarre emergency room surgery about three and a half years ago. Um, I had a hernia in my small bowel and that was really frightening. And I still have ongoing effects from that, just in terms of feeling tightness and uncomfortable, like anxiety comes up that something like that is going to happen to me again. Um, anyway, for all of those surgeries, 
you know, there was some nervousness. Uh, I mean, the emergency room one kind of aside, because that was kind of like a weird one off. But for the trans surgeries, you know, obviously there was some nervousness going in, but it wasn't like it's been for fallow. You know, I should probably just talk quickly about why I chose ALT over RFF or any of the other ones. Um, first off, I was somewhat interested in ab flap, but then I found out that OHIP, the Canadian healthcare body that pays for stuff, stopped covering ab flap for guys right now, which is super weird and annoying. Uh, so I just crossed it off my list. I can't take that battle on right now. So it basically comes down to RFF or ALT for me. I don't know if they would cover MLD, but I'm not interested in it for myself anyway. I, you know, whatever. I just, I've always been pretty lean and I work with my hands in terms of uh, being on the computer. Everything I do is digital. I, I've broken this hand twice. Sorry, I broke this hand and this wrist and I injured both elbows in a separate accident. So I've kind of knocked myself around a bit when it comes to my arms and my hands. Um, I get a buildup of repetitive strain. I don't think it's quite a carpal tunnel, but I do have to back off of work sometimes because it's just too much going on with the fingers and all that sort of thing. And I also just feel like I'm not going to get the size that I want out of my forearm in terms of girth. I just... I feel like it's just going to be so skinny. It's going to make me feel really uncomfortable. I think that I'm at, because I'm not opting into UL, it's going to make the ALT procedure so much more simple for me than it is for guys that get UL and ALT. They often have like a lot of stages where I'm not going to have to go through that. Also, because I am quite lean, uh, I don't anticipate having to go through debulking. I also want a thicker phallus. So for ALT, that all lines up for me. Yeah, so I am having a ton of fear around my leg. I think it was right before booking or right after. I learned that the surgeons have to cut through your thigh muscle. And it also seemed like right around that time, I started noticing more posts from guys who were having ongoing leg complications from ALT. This information all kind of just like, you know how sometimes the world works that way where, you know, it's some kind of bias, but something's on our mind and then we just start seeing it everywhere. And that's kind of how that felt. So I started, I suddenly got this like big sense of anxiety. Whereas before when I went into booking ALT and my initial thoughts about ALT was that you know, sure, like I'm going to have this big scar on my leg and that's going to suck, but that the whole thing was more superficial in nature and wasn't going to actually affect my leg's function. Like I might have some tightness due to the scar, but I kind of thought that's all that was going to be happening. When in reality, they have to cut through your quad muscle um, to some degree. They say that it how much they have to cut through your muscle really depends on just your anatomy. So apparently there's a spectrum of how your blood vessels are interspersed throughout your muscle tissue. So on guys where they're, where the surgeons are able to access that blood supply that they need to get out from your leg, um, if that blood supply isn't 
really interspersed in the muscle fibers, then those guys are lucky because the surgeons will have to cut that muscle fiber a lot less to get that blood supply out. And that guy's leg is going to recover more easily and probably get back in the swing of things more easily. And I'm saying guy everywhere. Um, I can say guy and they, you know, I know not everybody is relating as a trans man, but so, however, if your if your blood supply is kind of interspersed throughout your muscle fibers, the surgeons are going to have to cut deeper and potentially pull what sounds like, you know, kind of a web of blood vessels out from the muscle fibers. And it sounds like it can be quite deep. Now, these are microsurgeons, so they're skilled at repairing the muscle fibers. But regardless, you cut something, it scars. And it's never going to be the same as it was. Now, we know that no matter what, it kind of seems like best case, worst case scenario, people are pretty much back to feeling mostly normal around, I don't know, six to 12 months. Like 12 months seems like the safe marker for being back to normal for your leg. But I, I, it's not really normal. It seems like everybody sort of acknowledges that 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 leg's always going to struggle. It's always going to struggle to some degree. It sounds like most people are able to get back to doing the activities that they loved, running, jogging, basketball, skiing, like whatever, weightlifting, squatting, like that leg is always going to lose strength faster than the other leg. And it's always going to struggle to keep up a little bit. Now, the surgeons also note that, you know, the, the younger you are, the better you're going to heal at things. So I feel this pressure. I'm 42. I'm going to be close to 43 by the time I have the surgery. And sometimes people are like, oh, if you're not certain, just put it off. And I'm like, ah, I don't really want to do that because, hey, the surgeon's timelines just get so stretched out. I'm just getting older, you know, so it's not, it's not going to be better to wait necessarily. So this knowledge of oh, like this is actually like a bigger deal in my leg. And I am a very active guy, even though I'm not like super muscled up or anything. I work out all the time and I just love being physically active when I get the opportunity. I sit in this fucking chair and I do work because I work behind a computer and I love opportunities to just get outside and do stuff, even though there's been way too little of it for the last two years, driving me crazy. Um, but I've got a little home gym in my apartment and uh you know i work it out and in general i think that i know about myself that i react to physical limitation worse than most people uh, this is something that has always plagued me um, i suspect strongly that it has to do with being trans and just the way i have sort of interpreted that in myself and that like being i i you know i was definitely one of those little kids that was like immediately born and confused about my gender and was like, what's going on? I'm a boy, I'm a boy, like what's going on? I think that just really rooted in me this whole sort of like fear of my body. Like my body was betraying me. My body was not what it was supposed to be. Like if my body is already not what it's supposed to be, what is it gonna do next? Like what? Like, like I'm out of control of this thing that feels very out of alignment for me. And it just as an introduction to the world, it's already like, it's really rooted this whole thing that I've dealt with my whole life around, you know, if any kind of health thing comes up where I don't feel like 
I immediately know what's causing it and how to fix it. Like I feel a lot of dread and a lot of anxiety. Um, I noticed that this really helped ease in my life when I did transition. So I think that really speaks to feeling better in my body. But still, if those like weird unknown things happen, you know, they happen to all of us sometimes, like suddenly you just have something weird going on with your health and you're like, what the fuck is this? And, you know, I can just get really caught up in that anxiety initially. And then furthermore, um, you know, like I was talking about my, my, my breaks and things. And like, I also just, I get injured fairly frequently as I get older through lifting weights and like suddenly it's like, oh, my ankle's bothering me or this part of my back is bothering me and blah. And like, I'm just very attuned to like whether my body feels good or not. And if any of those things are creeping up on me and like, I don't feel like totally great in terms of my body and the way it functions and moves, I, it really is like a pressure on me that I have to like work my way back out of. Hey, quick update that we've been busy uploading tons of products to our Mod Club store at clubftm.com backslash shop. We've added most of the products from TransGuy Supply, including all of their packers, STPs, Cake Bandit packing briefs and boxers, which are really great. Everything from Transthetics like the Hot Rod and Lollipop, plus specialty items from queer-owned and operated shops like Come As You Are in Toronto, Canada, and Early to Bed in Chicago, uh, amongst many more I'm not naming. So we're uploading products there all the time to help you find everything in one convenient place. Head on over to clubftm.com backslash shop. When you start your search there and then purchase from the merchants, we get a small commission, the merchants get paid, and you get something you want. So it's a win-win all around and helps us continue to host this site and content. Now back to the show. So I do feel like I'm at a bit of a deficit when it comes to thinking about surgery recovery. Now in the reality of things, like when I have had surgeries, I have recovered fine. And I do, I do seem to experience that like when I'm actually in recovery, like I'm just in recovery and like, I'm just going through it and I'm not so far, I haven't been freaking out while I'm in recovery. However, I don't know, just mentally, this thing about my leg has just been plaguing me when it comes to bottom surgery. I've had a really hard time wrapping my mind around the fact that my leg is going to be compromised. I've been really fearful that it's going to create a lot of issues. Uh, you know, just any time that I am basically off my workout schedule, I'm, that immediately sort of creates an anxiety for me. And then, you know, I'm trying to imagine like just my leg, you know, looking all chewed up and like, I don't know, it's just, I, it, it's been hard to flip the switch back over to the positivity of like what this potentially brings. I think that it's been really challenging for a few reasons. You know, I mean, even getting phalloplasty, like I don't know you know, we never know like how our sensation is going to, to come in. We just don't know if it's worth the trade-off, right? So in talking to the guys in the group, um, you know, a lot of what came in was like, you got to be comfortable accepting the unknown. You know, you got to be comfortable uh, sitting in the fear of the unknown. And while I appreciate that, it's like, but what does that really mean? How do you do that? What does that look like, right? Like it's not clear enough for me. Now, other guys were talking about how, 
they also, they, this was kind of at the core of my question was that going into this, I'm like, should I, the fact that I don't feel excited, is this a red flag? Like, should I back out? Like, yes, I've booked all the travel. Yes, I would lose that money. I'm even doing this with my best friend who's having RFF two days before me and we're supposed to recover together. Like it's an amazing opportunity that I created for he and I to do this together in the same way that we were able to pull off. And I really don't want to lose that, but I still, you know, am checking in with myself constantly to be like, okay, but despite that, like, is this enough? And it's like, is this a red flag? The fact that I'm still checking in at this level, this close to it, that like, I shouldn't do it. And it's like, really hard to figure out like where is that line because i've done things in my life before where like i've had a real deep sense of like don't do this dude don't do it and i have done it and it hasn't been surgery related but i do really know what that feeling feels like and even though i shouldn't continue to do the things when i feel that feeling and i don't always I'm not feeling it at that level. It's not like this clear beacon that's like, don't do it, don't do it. And I'm like, hmm, I'm confused. Um, That's not what's happening. Like I am genuinely confused. I am genuinely weighing the pros and cons and, you know, trying to pay attention to like, is it abnormal to not be going into surgery in a couple of months without a bigger sense of excitement? Uh, So the guys in the group were chiming in saying like, no, it's totally normal. I totally feel this way right now, or I totally felt that way going into it before I did it. And so that was a big relief. And thank you to those guys who wrote in, you know, one of them talked about how, you know, he also didn't feel excited. You know, you kind of are just in a sense of overwhelm, I guess, which, you know, I do sort of feel. And you're just kind of an autopilot where he said, you know, you just start like, taking the steps. It's like, you got to get this test and you got to buy these things and you got to figure out, you know, your trip from the airport. And, you know, you just kind of get into the logistics and you're just going and going. And then it's just like, eh. but what I've been sort of nervous about is like, you know, two days before one, one day before, like, what am I going to be feeling? Like, I, I guess I've been nervous that that real gut feeling of like, don't do it is going to show up. Like, when I'm actually there and it's actually about to happen. You know, I've been getting laser hair removal on my thigh and that was a little bit of a wake up call just in that like, you know, and I think it's probably good, but your thigh starts looking different. So now like every time I take my pants off, I see my thigh all bald and it's a reminder of like, yeah, man, you've got like a couple months of like, you know, your legs looking normal. You know, every time I walk down a flight of stairs, every time I do anything with my legs, like I'm trying to remind myself, like, I don't know, like, enjoy this, like, it's never going to feel like this again. Like, these are weird thoughts. And uh, so I want to get to the part where I talk about my life coaching session. I've signed up for a program where it's through the life coaching school. I'll go ahead and give them props. It's through the life coaching school, which is a podcast and a program. You can Google it. You'll find it very easily. It's Google, Spotify, whatever. When you join their, what they call their, their program is called light, uh, self-coaching scholars. And when you join this program and I, I'm not going to make any money off this or anything. Okay. So this is not an affiliate thing. Um, but you get 
a weekly session of life coaching and it's only 20 minutes and every time you book it a different life coach shows up so you're not really building a relationship with a life coach in this context but they employ they they train life coaches and then they employ life coaches and so you're sort of getting these life coaches that are working for the school um, i'm new to the program i've only had like three or four sessions and i've been wanting to talk about my surgery to a life coach but i've been nervous because i'm like you know it's generally middle-aged women typically as a life in this life coach program and you know they're of course generally cis and i'm like i don't know if i really want to go there um i also might go through the certification program at some point so then like talking about myself kind of outs myself and whatever but um but you know the universe is interesting right so i showed up to this coaching session and i've been asking the coaches like what's your specialty because i finally all kind of have specialties and i'm sort of using that as a guide on what to talk about in the session and this woman said she was a younger woman too she said uh she's a queer life coach that focuses on lgbtq and she especially focuses on queer folks who have evangelical christian backgrounds and parents and and want help working on those relationships so if that's you and you want to get put in touch with this life coach i guess leave me a comment and i'll try to do that for you just out of you know connection i was like wow okay cool here's my chance like does you know does she know a lot about tra trans stuff queer stuff like who knows but or trans stuff specifically who knows but, uh, but let's go for it. So I did, and I'm really glad I did because here's how, here's what she helped me with. And honestly, maybe any coach could have helped me with this because I don't actually think it was like, it mattered that I was trans and all that sort of stuff, but it gave me the comfort to go ahead. What she asked me was, what is, okay, think post-op and what's the best case scenario post-op, right? And of course, we all kind of know what that is, right? Good sensation, good function, good aesthetics, um, you know, good wound healing, no complications. And, you know, let's say my leg, you know, heals really well. I'm one of those lucky guys that doesn't need a lot of muscle cuts. And, and you know, I get the scar excised over time. And like, I'm kind of like amazing, like smooth sailing. And she says, okay, so once you're on the other side of that, let's say best case scenario. Now, looking back, what would you make all of your, this whole year's worth of anxiety mean from that perspective of your best case scenario? What would you make the anxiety that you're experiencing now mean? And I said, I guess I would just have to chalk it up to like, it was just fear and just anxiety based out of fear. You know, I guess I would just tell myself that it was normal and even though my case of it might have been a little bit more on the extreme end of normal, that it was normal and that I'm really glad I trusted my gut and trusted the version of myself that booked the surgery. And, you know, I would, you know, be just really happy it's behind me and all that sort of thing. So, but then the critical question was, let's say you're on the other side of surgery and the outcome is not what you wanted then what would you make that anxiety mean? And I said, oh, well, that's a very different answer. I would make the anxiety mean that I was supposed to listen to the anxiety and not do it. And I would probably be filled with regret of doing it 
and just a lot of anger at myself for not listening to the anxiety and a lot of upset at the future of my life having a compromised leg and if it's if it i don't know if she said worst case scenario but you know if it's not a good outcome then you know maybe i'm not happy with the size of my cock too or like maybe there's some kind of some cock stuff going on and some leg stuff going on because even if there's some leg stuff like the cock's perfect like i you know is that going to balance out i don't know so it's really interesting though to think about it from that perspective because then we see how much the outcome changes the story we tell ourselves about our thoughts going in. And so then she says, well, what if you can choose in advance? What if you can choose your thoughts in advance of the surgery and tell yourself now, can you go into surgery telling yourself like, even if the outcome isn't what I want, can I find the peace within myself now to have my own back basically? So even if the outcome is not what I want, can I commit myself basically to not going into regret to not going into upset and anger with my decisions and tell myself that i need to accept you know accept accept my decisions accept my actions and that you know i'm going to make the best out of whatever happens and feed myself with those sort of self reassuring thoughts and you know whether you believe or not that that's going to actually affect the outcome i mean you know i understand some people are like i'm way too realist and and i don't think that's necessarily what she was suggesting it's just that can we prepare our mindset ahead of time and i think it's really it's a really critical question and it really helped me and it was you know i i've talked to my partner and and certain friends you know over the year about this and things they have said has helped as well but at this late stage in the game it was really excellent to get this like kind of game changing perspective shift on this topic for me to realize right like the actual issue is like what am i going to make things mean what are my thoughts going to be and how am i going to deal with that you know obviously if it's best case then it's best case and we don't really have to worry about much but you know all the worry and all the anxiety is about it not being best case so if it is how am i going to cope with that going in and if i can prepare myself ahead of time to say like listen you're not going to go into beating yourself up for doing this you're not going to go into regret you're not going to go into like an anger spiral you're not going to go into like being defeated and and even if even if I tell myself all that stuff, I, I probably would to some degree, but maybe I can help myself in advance, right, of not going there to the depths that I would go there if I didn't do this thought work in advance and this preparation work in advance. So, and this is also really, you know, I think the key to the answer of whether I should go through with it or not is like, if I can sit down with myself and really think through and really process that through my body and my emotions as well, in terms of can I imagine the outcome not being great or even that good and being okay with that, then that kind of unlocks like, am I equipped to go through with this? Like, is, are the risks too big, etc. right? So, so that's where I'm at right now. Um, <laughs> I just had this 
this chat, I think earlier this week on Monday, it's Friday now, had a super busy week. So I need to carve out the time this weekend to, to do that work. I'm going to sit with myself and process that. But I wanted to share that with anyone who's willing to listen, because I think that really gets to the heart of the matter and uh, will help a lot of you, I hope. And, you know, I'd love for you to leave a comment and, and tell me, you know, if you're post-op, like, how did you feel going into it? Did you have certain thoughts or certain approaches to your anxiety and your stress about the decision that helped you? Like, please share it down below, you know, share anything, share your thoughts, your anxieties, your fears, your, you know, what's been good, what's been bad. Just tell us, tell us what, how it's been for you, whether you're pre-op, post-op, close to surgery, far away. Uh, let us know what you're thinking in the comments. Um, thanks so much, guys.